Hello, everyone, and welcome to VR Verdict Podcast, episode 93. I am PJ. I'm Wookie. And we're here talking to two lovely people about the meta movie. We have Jason and Nicole. Hey, guys. Hello. Good to be here. Everyone. Yeah. Glad to have you. Sorry for the late start. No worries. <laughs> Big late start. Your, your camera's in the floor. Where are we supposed to be looking? Straight at the name is what I found. Straight at the works. name, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. That's a good that's a good focal point. Hey guys. We have the lovely Regina in the audience. How's it going? Hey. Hey Regina. <laughs> you can come on up. You won't block the camera thing. You'll be shy. <laughs> Just come right up to the rail. Yeah. <laughs> Mosh pit. So we're here to talk about the meta movie, your guys' project and uh well, I'll let you describe it because I won't do it justice. But <laughs> oh boy, it's always so tough, man. I'm going to put Nicole on the spot. Nicole, oh, no. you, you 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 tell the viewers what the meta movie is all about. I, I was I'm always the one has to do it. Okay, so uh, the meta movie is basically I like to think of it as an interactive experience. It's not a video game, but it has aspects of a video game. It's not a theater show, but it has aspects of a theater show. It's not a film, but it's got aspects of film. And it's basically you um, as a hero and 15 of your friends or strangers go through this experience and um, the actors kind of act as like um, sort of like Dungeon Masters and Dungeons and Dragons where we lead you through the experience. But depending on what you say or do, and that's you, the hero, plus your iBot friends, your sidekick <laughs> friends. Um, depending on what you do and say, um, the story can change drastically. And uh, basically, for video gamers, it's kind of like a, a video game where the NPCs are real people and actually react to what you say and do. Like um, for, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and if you're more of like an interactive theater person, it's where you, the audience, really have choices that you can make to, uh, to change the story and do collaborative storytelling. Hmm. That's pretty yeah. good. That's really good. <laughs> That's a good I always picture. say, yeah, I always say that, like, when I was a kid, I went to go see Star Wars, and <clears throat> I'm old enough that when I say I went to go see Star Wars, I mean, like, the, you know, episode four, I guess it was. Um, hey, I'm right hope. there with you. Uh, <laughs> and I remember being in that theater as, like, an 11-year-old kid, uh, and I just so desperately wanted to be in that world. I wanted to be on the Millennium Falcon, shooting TIE fighters, getting high fives from Han Solo. And <laughs> my background is as a filmmaker, and all my life, I've just always tried to make, uh, you know, films that are as immersive as possible, bringing, sucking audiences in and in and in. Um, but you can only do so much in a, in a 2D environment. So when VR technology started becoming available, recognize that as an opportunity to maybe possibly build a virtual world and tell a movie inside the world and then bring audiences in, let them experience immersed in the story and actually being part of the story and, and being a, a character. So when you're a hero, you, you do a little bit of role playing. It's, 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 there's def definitely a lot of D and D stuff going on in there. Um, and even our sidekicks who are these little tiny, um, I bought avatars, um, you know, they're small so that we can fit a bunch of them into the scene without kind of crowding things up. And they're muted. They don't get to talk, um, but they actually have quite a bit of agency as well. And so we bring these groups of audiences through. In fact, we don't even really think of it as audiences because everybody's role-playing. So it's almost like we're all playing a game together or all 
we're all in the movie together. We just all have our different character roles. So we've got our Wookiee and we've got our Han and we've got our Luke. And then, you know, everybody else plays their own part. Um, and uh, we've been doing this for, uh, I started this project in, I think, 2017. Um, all of these, the, I've done three iterations of the meta movie. Um, we've done three meta movies in the past four years. And everything is kind of based on research questions on some level. Like, you know, this stuff is so new and there's not a roadmap for doing it. So whenever we do a new one, it's based on like, all right, so what do we, what do we want to learn now? What do we want to test? What, what do we think we want to try out and experiment with? Because uh, there are more questions than answers at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. And so Alien Rescue is the third one. Um, and uh, we're, we're really excited about it. We've been developing it for two years now in Neos VR, the platform, the social VR platform, Neos VR. Um, and uh, we've been very blessed and lucky that the, the work has been uh, well-received by, by audiences. So we uh, got to show it at the uh, Venice Biennale last year as a work in progress. Um, and we won a little award there, and that was pretty awesome. And now right. we are just about to do our, our world premiere um, at the Raindance Immersive Festival in two weeks. So awesome. Wow. I got to participate in the meta movie, the last one here, not uh, three weeks ago, and I was a little droid. Um, awesome. Yeah, the experience was kind of mind-blowing. Um, I like how you have a ticket system, and for listeners and Wookiee and whoever doesn't know what we're talking about, you have a, you know, you can get a ticket to be the main character, and then you can get a t ticket to be a sidekick, a little droid. And obviously, like with the main character, you guys, I think you do a little like coaching ahead of time and stuff, which I think is awesome because I was like, I did not know what to expect because I put myself in that role. I'm like, what would I do? I'm like, I would just sit there and mumble the whole time. <laughs> That's <laughs> but okay. Like, but like and you it's said, our job with, to kind of bring you out. Yeah. And you guys did really well, um, kind of leading the, the main person along. But not only that, I was like I said, I was one of the droids. And you can flash lights and interact, and you guys have parts for that, and it's neat. But I was, like, zooming around, and you're tiny, and the scale is great, because, like, the main characters were, like, giants to us. And you guys would interact with us, like, I was buzzing one of you in the face, and you're, like, you would start. <laughs> we love that um, stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. You you did a great job. Um, can't think of the word, but um, just we, we try to really it. recognize. I think we really go. We we really try to recognize all of the sidekicks that the iBot character, because you can't talk. So we we really go out of our way to try to make you feel team and Lottie yeah, yes or no questions, <laughs> right? So that you can blink. Because for the audience that don't know, the the little droid characters they don't they don't speak because we can't have fifteen people talking at the same time. At least we don't think we can, because, again, we're just <laughs> experimenting. In fact, the, the next meta movie that we do, we're going to have four heroes instead of one, because, nice. again, we're experimenting with what can be done and what works. But we know for pretty certain <laughs> that 50 talking iBots would be kind of uh, chaotic. Um, yeah. So we give you those little lights to flash, a red light and a green light and an orange light. Um, and like Nicole said, you know, these guys are really good at, like, asking you questions so that you can, you know, are you, what, what are some questions that you kind of ask the iBot sometimes? Um, I often ask them to scout ahead and see if, you know, if they see any danger, you know, let us know. Um, sometimes I'll just make a statement, uh, like there's a little plant creature that they interact with. And I say, oh, that guy looks kind of like you. 
And a lot of times they'll start furiously blinking red because they're like, no, 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 no. It doesn't look like me. You know, like it, it, so you either make these like kind of hard statements that they can either agree with or disagree with or um, ask them to do something and then they can blink green to agree to do it. Warn you. Uh, there's yellow light, too. So caution, that kind of thing. And you but guys really, are kind of depends on the moment. You're really great at improv. Like I said, I was zooming around and there was a point at the end I was like, dashing between everyone's legs and doing figure eights and you guys were like what's this guy doing like but, i mean you did way better improv than that that was my style of improv but um obnoxiousness yes <laughs> <laughs> um again for Wookie and regina and those listening uh nicole you're i don't know if you're the main character outside of the player character but you're one of the player actors um could you give us a little demonstration of your character like your, the badass voice you used and some of the <laughs> attitude uh awesome. so you know I, I i basically play um sort of this she's tough she's got this this military background and stuff like that and also i don't i don't necessarily think of her as the main character i think of the other actors like we're all playing equal parts but i am the commander of the mission so it does give it a little bit more gravitas as far as leading a little bit um uh so let's see you gotta oh, just right, do your, right, do your listen up <laughs> i'm only going over this once so pay attention that building is the kelosite research facility they claim they perform <laughs> zoological research but that's a cover, that's story. A cover story it's a biological warfare lab they're weaponizing creatures from all over the galaxy our contact tells us they have a sabanager in captivity there's only seven left in the galaxy and she's one of the two remaining Sabanager blood is highly toxic, and these psychopaths have atomized it into a gas so deadly that even a few micrograms released into the atmosphere will kill every living thing for a thousand clicks. I'm told they have enough to wipe out planets with an S. So we're going to break in and rescue her, and uh, Baxter, our explosive weapons expert, blew a hole here for us to get inside. Even though it was supposed to be smaller and quieter. Wow. <laughs> bravo, bravo. That was awesome. Bravo. I love that Thanks. Fuck. We're I mean, my I, controllers together. Yeah, yeah right? kind of right. do that, right? right? Uh, <laughs> I assumed you had the dialogue memorized, but holy crap. <laughs> yeah, people, well, that one's uh, been there for a while. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think that the entire... So the entire show runs about 75 minutes, um, maybe 60 minutes if we're blazing through it, but that rarely happens. It's usually between 75 and maybe sometimes even 90 minutes hero because of course the hero has complete agency to do or say whatever they want and so that can speed up or slow down things depending so a lot of people think that like the whole show is completely improvised but that's absolutely the <laughs> completely opposite the script itself is about 55 pages it's written in a very traditional cinematic screenplay format um and the actors not only have memorized the entire script, but we do branching storylines like a choose your own adventure. Our, our mission is to give the hero character as much agency as possible, not just to do or say whatever you want and we'll kind of riff with you and improv with you, but we really wanna give the hero the opportunity to make choices like you would in a choose your own adventure or in a video game or in a Dungeons and Dragons session and then those choices need to have real consequences. That means that that the story needs to be able to be different. It can't just be one story. So our story actually has 
multiple endings to it, multiple branches to it, and beyond even multiple branches, it's also got like little little side little side stories here and there. Um, and all of this stuff is probably amounts to like another 50 page script on top of the normal script. It's all the options, all the options have to be. And these guys have done that. They, they've memorized the base script, all the options. And then depending on what the hero does in the moment live, they can move out of the scripted script into just a complete improv moment. That's just kind of fun and just whatever kind of, and then, and then get, get back into the script. Or if the character, if the hero character is doing a trigger moment, something that we've rehearsed and planned for, um, they will all just move from script A over to script B or to, we have an appendix actually that we work with. It's really complicated. Oh. It's just crazily complicated. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't know how they've pulled it off, but I feel very, very lucky that uh, a set of actors are doing, or performing at a level that just, it, honestly, is just not really done. Like, even immersive theater, uh, and it just, I, I have not seen this type of, of work done before. And, yeah, it's... Uh, and I'm just so proud of all these guys for doing it. I'm just, just, I like, you know, I, I play some of the, the, the non-speaking roles in the show. So monsters and critters <laughs> and stuff like that. So I don't really, I don't have too much to do during the show. Uh, so I get to watch them and it's just amazing to watch these guys like roll with all the craziness. And we've had some crazy, I mean, not sometimes people play it kind of safe and, and it's, and it's pretty predictable and easy. And other times people come in and they're like, Oh, so I can really do and say anything I want. And we're like, yeah. And then like, are you sure? And we're like, yeah. And then they test us. And then, then we get to really see like, okay, are, are we up for the, are we up for it? And, you know, nice. say nine times out of 10, we do pretty good. Every once in a while we, we, we fumble, but it's. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I went into it with an open mind. Um, Wookie and I saw, I think you were at least one of the VR chat, like theater stories. That, we did the uh, Krampus play. Thing. Yeah. Krampus. Oh yeah. We know those guys. Yeah. Those are cool. And, yeah. It was good. And I saw a couple other ones in VR chat, and I was like, yeah, it was great. But, like, with the amount of stuff you guys had going on, I was just like, holy crap. And you could kind of see where, like, we the main character branched off, and you guys had a couple, like, opportunities for him to, like, choose a path mm. or make a joke. And I think the joke was on the fly because it was a good joke. It was funny. And I was kind of shocked. I'm like, damn, that guy's pretty good. <laughs> We always, that's always a great moment. So we have a, a, you know, we, instead of doing like traditional kind of puzzles or, or, or little things to solve in a story, because it's, it's live interactive, we've chosen to make the puzzles more uh, oral, more, more talking. So you don't have to like, you know, uh, figure out like a, you know, Half-Life Alex, you don't have to do a little thing to open the next door. You have to talk to somebody and like engage with another actor. So we have this this you know security system, this AI security yeah. system, who kind of says, I'll, "I'll I'll open this next door for you if you can tell me a joke." And the idea here is that we we as a as storytellers we want to give the hero this opportunity to like, well, you know, if you can think of a joke on the fly, you can get the door open. And that's not easy. Like if I was the hero, oh. I would choke. <laughs> Oh, in fact, I've played the hero a million times in rehearsal, and I still choke every time. I just don't – I'm not good at memorizing <laughs> jokes, any jokes. And so I'm always so excited to see, like, well, I wonder if the hero's going to – and what would you say, Nicole? 50% of the time they do, 50% of the time they don't? Yeah, they, they do something. Uh, I would say more than 50% of the time. But, I mean, we've been in the previews, so I think that some people have kind of thought, okay, I, I sort of 
I think they might know to expect that at this ah, point. And so okay, we've been having okay. like a higher ratio of people <laughs> telling jokes, but I'm kind of interested to see um, uh, if, if somebody will come up with something when they don't know that there, it's going to be a joke. Um, and now, of course, everybody's going to know that's going to be a joke. We're <laughs> right. on this podcast, we just leaked right? it here. Right. We just leaked it. Oh. Um, like I, I'd be open to like getting like, you know, a story or like they could try insulting the AI. They could, they could try a whole bunch of things in that moment. Um, and I'm not adverse to any, I mean, eventually we're going to get through the door somehow. Sure. So we just, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what people do as far as creative ways to get through the door that are not jokes. Like when they start turning those, turning our, our rules against, against us a little bit, I'm Really looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, right now I would say 60%, 70% maybe have a joke. Figure it out. I thought it was neat right at that same door you guys are talking about. There was a little backstory going on across the room because, you know, the rooms are huge. It's not just like these little hallways and stuff. You have quite a bit of space to play with. And um, I think two of the characters, you and one of the other characters, were like having a conversation and one of them drugged the other guy off. And it's like, hey, come look at And, you know, there was some, I don't want to spoil anything, but there was a scenario where he was acting and they were pocketing things from this lab. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love that stuff. I mean, we're, we, you know, we're, we're trying to, um, we're trying to give our audiences just a lot of different options so that you'll, you'll never miss anything. Uh, no matter what happens, you're always guaranteed to get the story. But when characters branch off, and this is a pretty traditional thing that you see in immersive theater where, you know, you follow character A or you follow character B. And then, you know, if you follow character B, you're not really getting character A over here. Um, and I, I'm not really a super big fan of that if I feel like I'm not getting the whole story because I, I don't, you know, I get that FOMO. I don't want to I don't want to miss out on stuff. <laughs> but we really purposely try to make sure that no matter where you go, even if it, the room is quite big and. You know, if Z and, and one of the other main characters goes this way and the hero and another character go this way, no matter, you know, if you're a sidekick and a little droid, if you fly over here, you're not going to miss out on the whole story. You're only going to get extra context and extra lore and extra backstory. And it'll be interesting and it'll be cool. Um, and maybe if you do it again, you can go and get this other backstory over here. But that backstory stuff. It's not mission critical to the overall story. You, you're never going to yeah. miss out on like the major plot points or the twists or the reveals or the climax. Um, and that's all very you know, consciously thought out. I wouldn't want somebody to, to only get half the story. If I play like an open world game, I'm the guy that's just going to walk around and look at everything and going to ignore the story and all that stuff. How would I go about doing that if I was like looking at everything and if there's two characters going over here having like a side story that the main character might not even notice what happens if I just follow everybody around is that is that in the script or would you guys have to improv around that because that's really interesting because I would be you know like ooh, look at those pipes on the ceiling or something like that so are you talking about as like the hero character like if you just yeah, kind of like chose to ignore stuff and just kind of look and explore <laughs> just, like, took and my stuff time, like, like that a, I would try to be, you know, like, yeah, 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 that's great, but I'm going to look at this for a second, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, are you set up to do? We we actually have that? an award for that that nobody's gotten <laughs> oh. yet. Um, but, uh, so it, it is okay. Uh, we honestly, like my strategy to 
for if if a hero is not engaging and just wants to explore and do stuff, we kind of like try to move things along a bit. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I try to focus then more on the iBots and, you know, then the iBots take more of a role. And then maybe we do more improv among the cast as opposed to really putting the pressure on. Because if if the person's giving a sense that, oh, they want to look over here, they want to look over there, they want to try to find the Easter eggs, they want to do this. I mean, that's that's a valid style of play. So we have to support it, you know. But As an actor, like, it's a little less satisfying, but, you know. Right, but that, that epic, yeah. like, intro speech you gave, what if you're like, we got to go save that, I forgot the name of the animal. Savannah. Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go save that thing, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But first, though, there's a coffee machine in the corner. I'll be right back. And then <laughs> just ignore the rest of the. Yeah, so... we're totally, yeah, we'll let you do that, but we are on a on a little bit of a time lock. Like, we, we have a responsibility also to all the sidekicks. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to balance. It's a it's a really fun game for us and it's a good challenge. But what we're trying to do is balance your experience as the hero. Um, and the hero ticket is fifty bucks, and the sidekick ticket is twenty bucks. So you know the hero gets a lot of our attention, right? Like we want to make sure that you have a really really good time. But we have fifteen other audience members too that also need to be entertained. And if all you want to do is look at the coffee machine. They might not be that excited about that. So our <laughs> our challenge is always to to find that balance to like yes and you as much as we can um, entertain the sidekicks while you're off maybe exploring a little bit and then I think generally do our best to like encourage you to come back into the fold <laughs> and and kind of keep moving gently nudge me right. I thought that was really interesting. Like I said, I was the little bot, one of the little bots, and there's this one room where you kind of start meeting uh enemies and i was zooming a little bit ahead and just checking things out and i came upon like i said i was a small and i came upon this huge monster for lack of a better term I'm like oh <laughs> crap that's crazy i'm leaving and i went back to the group <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's actually interesting because i I, I, it's it's funny because um, are were you talking about the slug monster? It's, I don't care if we spoil a little bit because so yeah, yeah. so you were you you were able to get up into the the slug monster kind of area where I was because I was playing the slug monster and I was just, I'm oh. kind of hanging out like almost backstage, <laughs> kind of waiting to to come on. No, it was when we come into this really big room. It might be after that security door. I don't remember. Okay, but there's like a little pit with a body in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big yeah. monster down there. Yeah, and I. I and you had to go down this hallway, and I was uh -huh. down in the hallway, and I went into the nest of the monster. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, that was me, too. Yeah, that was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you discovered me. You discovered yeah, I knew me it was someone, because they were, like, moving yeah. around and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so another question I had was, um, so you have a start time, and like you said, there's 15-plus people. And I never used Neos before that, and it was really neat. A lot of cool stuff. I've su since been in there with. Uh, shout out to Skiva, was giving me oh, a tour. Oh, cool! Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Showing me a lot of his stuff and their podcast setup. Um, but that's like controlled chaos because you have like twenty people in there that don't know what the hell they're doing, <laughs> like like I was. Um, and you you were you. You can tell you're passionate, and it's awesome because you're just like having fun. And even though you can tell, like, all right, we got like two minutes, you guys, get over here and get your suit on. Like, <laughs> how fun is like how big of a challenge is that to get started? Because that's like I said, chaos. <laughs> it is a huge challenge. I mean, um, you know, first of all, you're you're 
we're dealing with VR. So like, you know, you know, and there's so many different VR platforms. Every time you go into a new platform, even like coming in here, uh, you've got to kind of situate yourself like, all right, so how do I move? What are my teleportation options? Is there a, a UI? Is there a menu? Is there settings? Are there, you know, think about everybody kind of is familiar with VR chat. So, but even when you go into VR chat for the first time, it's complicated. Like you still have to kind mm -hmm. of figure it out. You need like a little mini tutorial. You need to get your, your bearing straight. Now, Neos is, is new. It's still in beta. It's not even a public release yet. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's emergent. So there's, you know, almost all of our audience members have never been into Neos before. So onboarding them uh, is a challenge. And Neos itself is the UI is pretty complex. It's, it's really right now, you, Neos is really geared towards creators. Mm -hmm. um, I would say 80% of the users in Neos are content creators versus in VR chat. It's a lot more balanced where you've got a lot of just casual users build. They're there to just hang out and, and enjoy the experience. Neos will be there in another year. Um, but right now, when, you, when you're a casual user and you come into Neos, there's a lot. It's like learning <laughs> Photoshop, you know? It's like there's a lot of things that are available for you to, like, do and press in your UI. Um, so we spend a lot of time thinking about how best to onboard people. And we have a couple different things. We... We send out really detailed emails, uh, you know, PDFs with images that help you guide through the, the onboarding process, technical process. We have a little video that is uh, available to our audiences that they can watch to kind of learn. We have a Discord, and we, we tell people, you know, if you need help, you can ping us on Discord. And I will actually – I meet people in Neo sometimes on the day before the show. I make myself available just to say, look, I'll give you 15 minutes. Let me show you the 10 things that you need to get to – Neos. We try to mitigate as much of that as we can before the day of the show, because teaching somebody how to use Neos five minutes before <laughs> the show is really not ideal. Um, yeah. and we're starting to I get remember. that. We're starting to get that down, but there's always going to be um, the new user who doesn't look at the email or didn't get the email, and you know they need a last minute uh, uh, help, and we just we just roll with it. I mean, that's all you can do. This is don't even say new user because I was that guy. I'm like, I never saw that email, and I'm like, oh, right. I suppose I should I figure so this sorry. out. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but thankfully, I'm you know, aside from the glitch we had this evening, I, I can normally figure it out. But <laughs> I was like, I never saw that. Yeah, but you reached um, out right away. I was like impressed. I was like, damn. I, well, actually, then I got you, in there. It was you too. Uh, we we were emailing back and forth, and uh, and it was it was our exchange that made me go back into Eventbrite and reprogramming our ticketing system so that you automatically now, you know, uh, thanks to you, our next users when they buy a ticket from Eventbrite, they're going to get an Eventbrite email that will not go to their junk mail because Eventbrite is better at, at <laughs> doing that. And in that Eventbrite yeah. email, you'll get all the tech stuff, too. So Eventbrite will send you all the tech stuff. Then Metamovie will send you all the tech stuff. And then hopefully between that, you'll, you'll get it. We're, and we're, we're still learning. I mean, onboarding a bunch of new users into a social VR platform is just a challenge, and we're still learning. I'm glad my boneheadedness helped out. <laughs> it did, actually. I was... really, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, actually, our conversation <laughs> made me go and, like, add another whole layer. So. But to your credit, like, you replied right away, and you're like, hey, you're really helpful. And then I got in there, and I felt like a jerk because there's, like, 15 other people, and they're walking around and talking. I'm like, And they all oh, knew what they is... were doing. You're, like, still pushing your buttons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, 
it is what it is. It's 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 social VR in 2021. We're all <laughs> we're all you know we're all going to have to learn horizons at some point, I guess. Right? We're going whatever the next. I have that, and I'm in no hurry. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you've already been. I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, I was one. I was in the first since their beta, beta launch, and I've been in there three times. And it's like, yeah, I'll wait till it's neat. <laughs> so, what would you compare it to? Is it kind of like Hub something or? Um, I haven't done a lot of those things. Wookie and I have done a few things in VR chat, but, um, we're scared away. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we, yeah. like, that's why I was happy Skiva took a couple of us in and we're going back in on our next round table chat. But just to give you a tour and show you the ropes, because like VR chat is like the very much wild, wild west and, uh, Regina, <laughs> I know you're a pro at, at VR chat. So I wouldn't call myself in, a but... pro. I've just been event coordinating <laughs> in there. Yeah, but um, so we haven't played around a lot, so I can't really compare it to anything. But okay, we went to VR chat. I don't want to say somebody was humping my leg, but I wouldn't have been surprised if that was even that. <laughs> <laughs> no, VR chat it was. It was. It was all we, on. We I'm took sorry, a... that was me. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. All right. Oh, we took a friend um, that was kind of newer to that kind of stuff. Because, I mean, Wookie and I have been online forever. But she was like, we were in some room and there was kids everywhere saying weird stuff. And at the end, she was like, I feel really depressed that kids are acting like that. She's like, I can't handle that. I can't go back in there. Oh, no. You must have gone into the pug. Yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Bar. Yeah, it was like a a bar. And, uh, Yeah, I was sitting there comparing it to like, you know, back in the Warcraft days when that first started, I was in, you know, my girlfriend showed me this role-playing Goldshire Inn and we walked in there and there's like naked gnomes dancing and people serving <laughs> drinks. And I was like, these people aren't kidding around. <laughs> uh, but it was still like in VR, all your senses are engaged. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot different. It's a lot different. Yeah, I agree. Immersive okay, is always good. <laughs> So you say this is like the third movie you guys have done? Mm-hmm. Are you, do you kind of do one every couple, like two years or how do you, do you have like a scale or? <sighs> when... so the Nicole, first one I'm... was like that experiment. It was like a 10 minute long thing that was a, a very old mystery in new New York that was in high fidelity. Uh, and it was basically just experimenting with it. It was one, uh, one, VIP, as we used to call them back, like one person going through it. Um, so that was really, I think, you testing the waters. And then after that, we did the heist. Um, it's not really a regular thing. It's it's really like a testing thing, as Jason was saying. Yes. Like, okay, here's what we want to figure out. This is what this show is for. And then move on to the next show. So the first two were in high fidelity. And then for this show, we moved over to Neos. Nice. Yeah, it's just been, it's just been a, a work in progress. Um, when we started in 2017... There really wasn't, uh, you know, here in 2021, there there is such thing as live theater in VR. It exists. In 2017, didn't really exist. It, maybe one or two test cases around the world, but there wasn't. There's just no data. There's no roadmap. There's no information. So, basically, if you wanted to explore what the storytelling technique was, your only option um, was to just try stuff. You know? um, you could look at immersive theater. You could look at 
video games. You could look at D&D and you could kind of intellectualize how these things might all be put together in a VR space. But you didn't, there, there was no literature on it. There was, you couldn't go see somebody else's show and go like, oh, that's how you do it. Like you really had to kind of make it up as you went. But that's what we've been doing. Nicole was actually the, the first actor that I hired, um, air quotes, hired. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, uh, and we, and, and, and we worked, uh, on this first thing, uh, in high fidelity. This was a, a social VR app, uh, platform that doesn't exist anymore, but back in the day it was, it was really quite progressive and pretty cool. Um, and so we spent, I would say maybe less than a year on that one. I think I don't, I don't have it all completely memorized, but that was less uh, than six months. That okay. was, um, we basically, like, I remember getting hired at the end of january at the very end and then i think in that spring we did our show because it was short you know yeah, and it was, it was really just, really short yeah, yeah trying to figure it's it out very short very simple um a little you know a, one building one street um and just like all right how does this stuff work and then based on that uh i went back and wrote a longer script probably a 25 maybe it was a 20 20 page script or something like that um you know, more ambitious and testing out new ideas, bigger cast, longer story, more agency. We worked on that for a while, maybe a year, maybe maybe year a little plus. Little. Yeah, um, and uh, and then uh, at the end of that run, we I think we finally started to like get in a little bit of a groove. Like, all right, we we kind of know what we're doing. And right right when we started to get into a little bit of groove, High Fidelity basically burned out all of its investment money. And so while we, we kind of metaverse hopped to try to figure out where we were going to go, we ended up in Neos. And then the writer that I was working with, Chris Insana, really great um, kind of Hollywood-style screenwriter, he, um, he gave me the script for Alien Rescue. And uh, I had just asked him, like I said, you know, I, I want to do something. I gave him some parameters of what I was looking for, but I, he had a lot of freedom to write this. And he sent it over to me, and I read it, and I was just floored. I read this thing, and I was like, Oh my God, this, this is a great story. And I, I think I know how to tell this thing. And at that point it went from, I don't really want to do another sketch. I don't want to do another test. I want to do it. I want to do it right. I want to do it really. Um, and, uh, as it turns out to do it really right, took us two years. Like it was just, it was big. I mean, was, I mean, as you saw, this is yeah. a, a long show. We have seven really big maps. Um, the you know each individual layer on this map is is pretty detailed and intricate all those every avatar is completely designed from scratch all the programming is is pretty intense the uh you know the weapon system and the the fast mapping you notice that like when you go from 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 layer to layer there's no transition time that's something that really adds to immersion like if you're in yeah. vr chat or in any other social vr platform if you want to go from world a to world b you're going to look at a wall of text that tells you like your privacy buttons and you know, should check out our new avatars like you can you know i don't know if your chat's advertising on those on those menus anymore or, or or but you know we didn't we didn't want any of that we wanted to find a way to to keep things really seamless and that took a lot of work so but yeah it was you know when i read that script i just realized like oh this this can be something really special and so here we are two years later it's been a lot of work a lot of time um, and frankly, a lot of money, um, but boy, it's completely worth it. We've got at the show that just, you know, just works. We're really, really happy with it. Do you know how long you'll 
plan to like run that the, the movie as is then or yeah i do it's, we'll run it I, this is what i tell the cast all the time we'll run it until people don't want to see it like the, the 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 challenge for doing live theater in vr in 2021 especially uh pc vr because neos is not quest compatible it's it's <laughs> only pc vr so we're talking about a very small set of potential audiences you yeah. know do you do vr yes do you do pc vr yes are you by any chance interested in seeing some live theatrical style performance <laughs> using your pc vr yes are you willing to pay a little bit of money yes okay are you willing to learn neos probably a platform that you've never been on before so you can see that like the the user base is is really yeah. challengingly small but it is what it is. That's where we are in 2021. So, um, also, we, we do have, have that 2D version. Um, that's right. So, that's helpful as yeah. well. Yeah. You don't necessarily need a headset to be an iBot, which is, that's, I think, opens it up a lot. It, it really does. And what we're, and, and one of the things that we want to do is really spread that word that, like, if you're, if you're interested in something like this and you don't have VR, but you do have a PC, you don't even need a PC that is really robust to do Neos in desktop. It'll, like, a pretty, a pretty standard PC, as long as it's got an integrated, uh, or a, uh, as long as it's got, like, a, a halfway decent graphics card. It can even be integrated. It doesn't have to be a, a you can do that. Uh, you can do Alien Rescue in, we've had a bunch of people go through in desktop and tell us, that it was kind of surprisingly immersive, even though they're using headphones and they're <laughs> But, you know, our goal, my personal goal, I, I really believe in, in, in this type of interactive storytelling. Um, it's so fun. It's, it's, just, it's just a blast. And so I, I know that it will catch on eventually. I'm completely convinced that, like, this form of entertainment will become quite popular over time. Um, and we see, if you guys read sci-fi, if you're up on sci-fi, movies or literature you know when people when, when these writers predict the metaverse they also predict entertainment inside the metaverse and this is what sci-fi writers write about they write about these kind of immersive interactive stories in this kind of fictional way um and just like the fictional metaverse is becoming true these fictional interactive stories are also becoming true and so for me it's just a matter of time i'm really trying to play the waiting game to some degree of like Let's just not rush things. It will happen when it happens. Let's let's kind of put our flag in the in the dirt and say the meta movie is here. We know what we're doing. We want to establish ourselves as um, as a company that people recognize as being a people who are doing really good work. So we'll run Alien Rescue until you know nobody shows up anymore, and then uh, we've already got three other meta movies in development right now. Um, nice. So the next one, uh, you know, we've got we've got another one that will probably roll out in probably a year. I mean, these things take a long time to, to either that you have to write them, you've got to build the world, you've got to rehearse them. So it's it's going to take a, it's, it's it's definitely probably more than a year from now before we're actually performing this next one. Um, but we've got other projects in the works, and uh, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I I, I sold all my film gear. I'm not going back to, to, to 2D filmmaking anymore. This is just, there's too much potential in this new medium. So, uh, so the meta movie will be here. We'll be here next year. We'll be here the year after that. And we will, we'll be either running alien rescue or we'll be running a new project. Um, That's um, pretty crazy to hear that. You're just, I mean, you're diving in, you're, you're 
getting rid of everything else and you're I'm so hooked guys I mean it. I've I've made a lot of 2D I've made you know a lot of 2D films and, and TV shows and um I just I mean come on I mean, we're in the world like yeah. this, it doesn't give I can, I absolutely cannot imagine going back to making something flat I I like flat entertainment I watch it all the time I'm not spending my, my... <laughs> Yeah. And we've had the same reaction with the podcast that, you know, audio we, audio only was good. And then when we started doing this, it's way more interactive. Oh, Conversation I mean, just, tends to be better. And totally. Just, just even, even if just we, simple hand gestures. When I'm looking at Wookiee and I just see him, like, turn his head to look at you yeah. or then turn his head <laughs> to look at you. Like, that's a, you know, uh, Nicole and I were just talking today about, like, you know, we use eye tracking in, in Neos. That is, I mean, everybody on the cast and the crew all have eye tracking. And when we, so when we talked together, like Nicole and I were hanging out in Neos today and we we're talking, we, we had a moment when we just looked at each other and she blinked and maybe I blinked too. And then we just looked <laughs> away again. And it was like a real human moment. And even though we don't have, we're not quite sophisticated in here, we don't have the eye tracking, but we, you know, I can see your face. I can see you've got your beard and your red hair and you're looking here and you're, you're, you're gesturing. I mean, you know, audio is great, but. Come on, this is cool. I was going to ask that because, again, like when I was zooming around as the robot, like you, the main actors were like looking at me. <laughs> like, it was almost you a felt creepy. it, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> really looking at me? Yeah, Crazy. we've got. We're working on. Um, we have eye tracking. We have facial tracking, um, and uh, we're just all we're just looking for whatever we can do to make those to make those characters more uh, more real and uh, emotional more communicative. So how many scripts can you memorize? Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, even if we published only the audio, it's still more fun to record in here because of all those things. Right. I don't remember who I did it against, but somebody was saying something once I just like got up off the table and smack them. (laughs) And that's, (laughs) you're going to make the audio better too, right? Because you're going to have this more lively interaction. This more, it feels more. Feels like you're in the same room. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Sorry, go ahead about your. I was going to ask scripts. Nicole, like, how many scripts can you memorize if you're working on three, three different? Uh, as many as that? you want. Um, I mean, like, you know, I, I've done, I, I've done acting and um, different projects for most of my life at this point. Um, you know, I, I st- and it was not common for me when I was doing more in real life stuff to be, you know, rehearsing one show in the day and doing another show at night. And it's just like whatever i'll take it as, as long as it's work i'll take it pretty much uh so yeah we can i can handle a lot of scripts and i think um that's kind of a common actor thing though to, it's an amazing thing about yeah. an actor i mean these guys you know it's that's that's what that's a fundamental skill like you either can either you can do it or you can't um but i'm always just blown away at like oh wow like these guys have this whole freaking show memorized they have like <laughs> they have not just this show but like i said they have like all these different variants of the show memorized and they know how to like stop the script and pivot into improv and improv and improv and improv. I was telling somebody the other day that, you know, a a given any scene in alien rescue runs, let's just say five minutes. Sometimes it's about right. Right. So the scene runs five minutes and maybe it's three to four pages of scripted material. And from a, a, you know, to use like director, actor lingo, we break down a, a four, you know, or five minute scene into beats. Each scene kind of has a beginning and a middle and an end, just like the whole movie does. Um, and what's interesting and challenging about a project like this is that uh, we might want to run a scene 
from beginning, middle to end like we normally do. But a, a hero can come in and really mess that up depending on <laughs> where they go and what they do and, and how they behave. And so very often we have to run the scene and beginning middle or we have to like we have to take those beats and actually move them around and they all have to be covered or the story doesn't work and the actors have just figured out a way to just they don't just memorize the lines like it's rote you know like learning your math tables they know the story inside and out they know each one of those beats inside out so they can shuffle a scene around into multiple variants and still hit the dialogue it's it's actually like kind of mind blowing that you guys could do yeah. this. I'm always absolutely blown away. And I will give, you know, uh, these guys have really spent a lot of time and a lot of effort working there. It's not just coincidence. It's not just magic. It's the work. It's just, you know, yeah. week in and week out of just meeting and rehearsing and going over it. And it's really, uh, it's, it's awesome. I'm, I, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm totally amazed because we do this weekly. I can barely remember what number it is half the time. <laughs> I can't before you join. The thing is, I mean, we do this in our real lives, right? If you're going to the supermarket, for example, you know you've got a shopping list. And honestly, the shopping list does not really matter what order you get the stuff in. It's more convenient and more ergonomic to do it one way. But, I mean, I kind of, like, think of scenes as, like, okay, I've got to get this done, this done, and this done, and things can just kind of shift around. And it's it's all right. You know, it's all right if it changes. I mean, that's the beauty of the live thing, the the wild card of having a hero or two or um, and the iBots. It's like, um, you know, it's different. So you have to embrace it and make it just, um, just make it work, you know, in the moment. It's, it's, it's no big deal um, once you get practiced at it, I think. But <laughs> oops. I just threw away. Ah, I teleported. Ah, I'll be back. I promise. There we go. Ah, okay. Yeah, I hit something. (laughs) Just curious how, as an actor, actress, whatever um, you want to say, was this your first uh, intro to VR, or how did you get into? Uh, So the the first shows that I've done uh, in VR, all of them have been with Jason. Um, It's all been part of the Meta Movie Project. And so this is my third show in VR. Um, But, I mean, before that, I had done, like, rent fairs. I had done immersive theater. I had done site-specific theater. um, I'd done film. I'd done, you know, all this different stuff that kind of, like, builds into it. And um, so... It's it's only my th- I mean I mean how many shows have people done now in VR at this point I mean I I doubt too many people have more than four or five shows under their belts in VR at this point Yeah so. I would say yeah you're probably yeah. in the very top top percentage of of live VR actors I mean there's not there's really not many of us doing this type of work Yeah Yeah I mean some but people luckily, do some shows that are like you know they're they're quicker like quicker turnaround than this but it's it's been such a big project that you know, and it's the best one. I'm biased, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've done four total, and and it is it has been the most epic. Awesome. The next runner up was Under Presents. Um, I did a couple of those. Those are mm. great. Those are those, really are those are they're really amazing. Yeah, yeah. that was incredible. So. I like the style. <laughs> you have any questions or anything, Regina? While you're yeah, I have a couple questions. I heard uh, so you're running this in Neos. Um, I've 
do Saturdays in Neos with Beat Syndicate. So Beat Syndicate throws mm. uh, music oh, events. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those those. Guys. When, oh, yeah. When you do your shows in Neos, are you allowing people to come in their own avatar? Do you have a pre-made avatar for them to use for it? Is the character uh, a character that I have some bit of choice over in presentation? Or is this something where it's just like you assume the role of whatever the, the pre-made avatar character was and follow into this and, and kind of play as you would? but under the, the mind frame that you are this pre-made character? Good question. Should I take this, sir? <laughs> uh, so the, um, the avatar, if you're playing the hero, the avatar has uh, several different skins, but it's pretty androgynous, and then it has like a mask. Um, so you can kind of choose like your color scheme that you want and stuff like that. And then what you bring into the character is entirely up to you. You choose your planet, you choose sort of your backstory, you can choose what kind of skills. Um, you know, if you're not really sure, we can kind of, during the show, we kind of start to sense your personality a little bit and start to build a character off of that. But really, it's like you get a lot of choice, I think. Um, the avatar is just this one avatar but it really fits a lot of different kinds of things i think that uh it, did chris design that one mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah he did a really good job at like making like sort of this neutral avatar that then you can bring your personality and your 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 own story to and we'll play with it whatever you want whatever you want to do if you want to be an engineer if you want to be a, a rogue if you want to we'll, we'll work with it so that's awesome <laughs> I think that was my main question. You answered a lot of the other ones that I had coming up for it. And I, I do feel your pain with trying to bring people into a VR setting if they've never done it before. Uh, right. I bring in DJs from the IRL rave scene that I, I'm part of in the East Coast. Uh, and so I have all my DJ friends want to come play the VR event. So we're throwing Aviance as a VR event almost nightly in VR chat. And then uh, Beat Syndicate is pretty much bi-weekly at this point for either Neos or VR chat and other things. I got two events coming up Friday and Sunday. So I've, I've pulled in a bunch of DJs that have never <laughs> been in VR before. Some of them are flat screen. Some of them are trying to figure out how to use uh, VR CDN to do the stream keys and be able to have the low latency hooked up for VR chat. So I, I feel that the engagement level is difficult. And Neos is a whole nother like <sighs> jump to try to get people totally. into because of that, especially the intro to start up into Neos is very tasking. But the Beat Syndicate stuff in Neos, oh my gosh, it's incredible. I've gone like three yeah. or four times at this point, and it's just like, I mean, there's like, it's a virtual bong and music playing and mushrooms yeah. that you, you can, can like slam mushrooms. your face into. I'm like, this is, this is what I want. Were you there like, the other Saturday? One, uh, gosh, I don't remember who it was, just like stuck their face onto the table and ate up all the mushrooms <laughs> off the table. I mean, that's what I do every time I go. <laughs> We're doing one this Saturday, so maybe I'll see you then too. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's really, really cool. I mean, yeah, for, for people out there, please go to Beat Syndicate. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. And and if you don't mind, Regina, if you want to say Sunday, we're going to have the yeah, man of the hour crazy. on the podcast next time. So what, what's what's on Sunday? What are you guys doing? So Sunday, I've got Julian Tech Manju. Uh, he's, he's blowing up right now on TikTok. He's a <laughs> JJ? Content, uh, VR streamer. Um, I don't, I don't know what his, his nicknames he goes by. Okay. I've, I've known him by Julian. Uh, Tech Manju is, is is his overarch like profile. Uh, we're throwing him a birthday party on Sunday in VR Chat, uh, and I booked one heck of a lineup for it. And it's That's in awesome. a really really cool venue that I got whitelisted for. So we have like full security control over it. It's it's That's gonna awesome. be a blast. Uh, that's so cool. 
Yeah. And then he'll be on our podcast the following Thursday, so that'll be pretty neat. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think we'll be out. streaming, so if you can't make it in, you'll definitely be able to see the stream or the VOD afterwards. Uh, nice. But it's it should be a lot of fun. We have a lot of Rue from Beat Syndicate and uh, Trash Tanuki, okay. two of the resident DJs, are going to be there. Uh, and then we've got Talk from Brazil opening. And then my friend Nard, who's actually like down the street from me, is is one of the mid-DJs as well. So it'll be pretty much electronic hip-hop. Like mixed for the night is what Julian requested. And we have actually got his logo put into the venue. I had uh, Grizzdog, who's the, the venue creator for Club O, uh, o put Julian's ven or, um, logo right into the lighting so I can swap it and change things out and have it displayed <laughs> on the wall for, for him to see when he's there. That's so cool. It's going to be an epic birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Looking forward to it. I just love all this. I mean, I think live, like for me, the live events in social VR is what makes social VR special. Like this is a live event. You're doing a live event. Like we're doing live events like this. This to me, um, we were talking today about like people being the killer app. Like it's the, it's the, it's the social aspect of being together in these virtual spaces. That is, is what drives the magic of the metaverse. And we're we're all here kind of building it from scratch and i just it's just a really exciting time. yeah there's and, oh go ahead i'll just say for listeners that haven't haven't tried the app like big screen watching a movie in real life is usually the the 10 percent of the time when you get a good audience in the movie theater it's like the best time you'll ever have like everybody's laughing at the right time nobody's throwing right. stuff at right. you right um they're right. talking during the movie and then you know you go watch it in big screen in VR and you're throwing like, you know, popcorn at the screen and it's like, you know, as big as you want it to be. It's like, right. it's a mind blowing experience. So now I don't even know you guys had like up to the level you guys, what I'm hearing is like, if you can be part of the movie and just be like, well, I feel like playing a character today and you do a weird voice as the hero or something like that. I can only imagine that's like two levels above going from a regular movie into a big screen, regular movie into being in the movie sounds just kind of or what the words would be dope that sounds so fucking cool. <laughs> it's fun i'm <laughs> telling you man it's really yeah. really fun and to that and point raves. Like, <laughs> yeah that's this will be my first rave sunday i haven't told you about it wookies but we were in clues um uh, but there's i don't know how if you guys were in the space spatial ape today for the their trade show awesome conversations amazing people you guys, after the movie, I was really shocked. You have an after party. And I stuck around for like 45 minutes. I don't know how awesome. long you guys stuck around. Yeah. but Oh, we were there, yeah. That was that was almost just as good as the movie. Don't take that wrong. But no, no, I, had, I felt the same way. I felt the same way. That So we usually end we usually end the show, and then we go to our little after party, our, our little after show lobby, which is like you've got – like props and visual references from the show. And you kind of, you're still connected to the show. And we, we do our award ceremony. We give awards out for people <laughs> who do good role play. Um, we take some pictures and we just kind of, you know, it's winding down from the show. And then we started um, not that long ago, really doing the after after party. Um, mostly because we know this group of really talented um, Neos designers who are making these incredible worlds. And it's like, just like our little after lobby is a very simple place. It's, it's not super immersive or fancy. It's a, it's a cool place to hang out. But, you know, I just kept thinking like, wow, like have this crowd of people and we're all just talking about the show and just, it's a social moment. And 
we just started thinking, well, what if we just go and do an after after party in this amazing space? And that was really the first time when we took, if you guys were with us, we went to the um, vibes place with all the different levels yep. and elevator and all that. That was really the first time that we, that we really did that. And now, I mean, we're going to do that every single show. Like <laughs> it's like, and you know, we might, we might always go to there or we might find another place in Neos, another cool after party, but you know, yeah, that was a real, it was, it was a really cool vibe to just keep, yeah. keep the energy going for a little bit. As long as you had the stamina and weren't getting VR sick or, or, or yeah. wanted to hang around. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm kind of curious, PJ, like, did you, did you like talk to other people? Did you like, not saying like make a friend, but like, did you have a social experience with other yeah, we, um, people after the show? Like, so at the the very first lobby, your lobby, you're giving out awards and stuff, and that was neat. And you guys were like giving out like blasters and things. And, right, we're letting like, you shoot the again, guns. And yeah, I'd never been in Neos, and you're like, here, you can copy and paste that and keep it. And right, I right. still have all that stuff. Awesome. So that's really neat. But then at the next party, we went to the place you said, but we also went to this place. I don't know the name of it. But it was surrounded by, it was kind of like a a fantasy thing, and it had, like, water around it. And that was I the jumped... uh, Vibes HQ, I think, that had the okay. Lazy River around, like, yeah, a main yeah, yeah. treat. Yeah, that's uh, Team Vibes is the team it's... that built it, and it's, uh, yeah, HQ. I jumped in the Lazy River. I don't know if it was you or another uh, person, but she was, we were just both floating around the river, <laughs> and then up. I couldn't get out, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> and they helped me out. But you guys were like, again, I'd never been in Neos and I didn't know how great the avatars were. Like, holy crap. And so people were sharing and like, for listeners and Wookiee, and maybe Regina, you've been in there. But the avatars, like you can, you can like scale yourself. Like uh, there's uh, one of the free avatars is Godzilla. And you can just grow yourself to like ten times the size of the the map you're on, and it's it's nuts. Like they're so fun, isn't it? I yeah. was learning so much in that little time. I'm like, I I went to sleep, and I was just like, you know, <laughs> seeing lights and things in my head, which normally doesn't happen to me. But yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah. Well, hey, come on back out. anytime, and and Wookie, come on back, and uh, Regina, if you want to uh, come to see us sometime, you're probably going to buy a ticket at some point. It sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely I, I want to. I know I won't be good, but I want to try like the the main hero thing one time and just see. Well, what trust I do me, we because you know what 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 you don't know because you weren't the hero. We we definitely help the hero. We send them some information to help them with their um, their role playing, and we we give them a lot of tools so that when they come in, they're prepared. They're not you, you won't be nervous because you'll already have been thinking a little bit about it. We want to make you look good. Yeah, you know, yeah. we want to make you feel good. We want to make you look good. I mean, you're the you're the hero, so yeah. that's our job. Like solo, pretty much, totally, yeah. Or Luke, you will or have a blast. Darth Vader, yeah. depending on whatever. Yeah, depending you on what be. you want to do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's the fun. That's pretty crazy because I I did hear some of that conversation where I don't remember the gentleman's name that was the hero, the one I was part of, but you they were talking about like yeah they sent me some stuff and did some lines and stuff. I'm like that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, we 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 want to make people I mean cuz not everybody is really used to really role playing. Like that's not something that you do every day. Even if you're a gamer or even if you're a D&D &D person, like um there's you know, you get a little nervous when like all of a sudden like oh wait, I really have to do this and everybody's looking at me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um so we want to mitigate all of that, you know, that little bit of we want a little bit of nervousness, but we don't want you to feel anxious. We want you to be excited. So we, we give you some stuff to kind of help you. And then you saw like the actors, the cast, like they're 
they have so much positive energy. Whatever yeah. you do, you're going to get praise for, and you're going to, we're going to just make you feel super comfortable. All of the, <laughs> all of the heroes that come through tell us like, like, oh my God, that was awesome. And we had so much fun. And so, Unless yeah, you're like that one it. guy that said that he wore the mask because he had space herpes. And then we all just kind of backed <laughs> away. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> so then we might rag on you a little bit. That was, you know. that was the movie I was in. And that okay, was, that was freaking hilarious. Oh, you were that one. Oh, that was a yeah. really good one. Cause he had the whole story at the end. Yeah. That was like some, some, and what's, what's fun about this is that some, you know, some heroes play it pretty mellow. I think if I was going through it personally, um, I would probably play pretty mellow. Like I would, I would, I would kind of hang back a little bit. I would, it would be quirky, maybe, but I, I you know, I, I would probably be a little bit shy. Um, you wouldn't have space herpes. I know I would not have space. <laughs> That's herpes. gonna go down and, in the books. <laughs> totally. And but you this guy also like this person like um, crafted this whole backstory of their character, yeah. really deep backstory. And right at the end, in the final scene, when everything's coming together, he like had this moment where it was like he told his backstory, and it yeah. it it revealed all of this stuff about him and it it cleared up the whole space herpy thing says he revealed that that was that was a cover story and it this this is what really happened and it was quite moving actually i was like yeah. i was standing there thinking like oh my god this guy like really thought about this heavily um and i think we gave him like the the character building award because he, he crafted that like i said we have we really try to encourage all of our audiences to stay in character we're, we really want you guys to to really try to suspend your disbelief and just kind of go for it and you know, and and forget about the fact that this is a game or a, or a VR experience. Just, just kind of try to just buy into the whole thing because that's when you have the most fun. So we have these awards that we we give out to really remind people, like, hey, you did a good job. I think we gave him like the the. Yeah, it was the character building. <laughs> I'll, I'll help yeah, you write yours, PJ, when you're the hero, and we'll make you like Mr. Bean in space. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, what's really cool too is that what what we really encourage too is like if PJ is going to go through, well then Wookie and Regina, you got to go with them and like be <laughs> his sidekicks, be those little droid characters. I would do because it. now yeah. you know you've got some people who are like you know your peeps are there with you and like, um, it makes it just so much more fun. I think. Yeah, yeah, because again, just as that little droid, just watching the actors and the the main actor or the main character guy was just like some moments I just stopped and just watched like it was a movie. And then I started zooming around. Like it was, awesome. it's a pretty epic experience. Pretty awesome. Neat. Thank you. And you guys are clearly passionate. I mean, the after party, the before working with the guy, you know, all that stuff you've mentioned, that, that's a lot of time. That specific fun. hero, like he he messaged on Discord, basically like clearing some stuff, like making sure that it was okay. And I was like, you know, you can do what you want, but he was like, what if I do this? And I, so like, you know, if you are a hero and you want to like talk to some of the cast ahead of time, yeah, we can do that on Discord a little bit. But you know, if you want to just walk in and wing it, we can do that too. It's awesome. <laughs> Birthday's coming up, Wookie. <laughs> I see a birthday present in your future. What's that? It's a birthday, birthday present. Coming up. It's really not, but it's <laughs> months away. Awesome. Understood. I just bought you his guys, I, You know, this comes from, I put myself in other people's shoes when I can. So as the main character, like I, you know, I think I would just be silly. Do you have any funny blooper stories or anything like that? From <laughs> so many. 
I mean, that's the crazy thing is that when you when you tell somebody um, you can do or say anything you want, you know, sometimes they actually do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just pick your. I mean, we've been doing this for so long now that we've we've. I mean, I don't know how many shows, how many interactive meta movie shows we've done over the years, over a hundred probably. Um, wow. So we've had a hundred. You know, probably had maybe I don't. I, I really I I don't really know, but. My still, I mean, my favorite was still when um, when Tiffany on the previous show, the heist turned into a slug, and like she couldn't figure out how <laughs> she turned into a slug, and then she couldn't figure out how to get herself out of being a slug. So all of a sudden, you know, we're in this diner scene in like this very kind of you know it's a gritty kind. We're trying for like a gritty noir kind of thing, and all of a sudden there's a slug, like a giant slug, and it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I think that was my favorite of all time. It was just. Where did the slug come from? Because correct, because anything can happen, right? You push like in in VR, you push the wrong button and you switch an avatar and you go from like humanoid <laughs> to an octopus. But we're in the middle of a live show and we kind of have to like stay in character. We can't really break character, so it's like, oh, oh, so you've that got your slug here. outfit today, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've first. had. I mean, we've had people come through and like try to troll us and try to like just be really weird and kind of break us. Um, that generally speaking doesn't work because we. It's not that easy to troll us. Um, we've got other people who come in and just like, uh, you know, we try to keep things like kind of PG-13 a little bit. Like we tell people like, you know, we're not we're not really here to do like super edgy R-rated stuff. But every once in a while, somebody will forget. And so we have a, somebody will tell like a really, really dirty joke. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, OK. Okay. Which yeah. I enjoy, but then Z, yeah. Z has right. to be like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask that, like, because <clears throat> I've been in um, Dr. Crumb's, what are you doing mm -hmm. up there? Yeah, School Adventure Lab. Pets. Yeah, yeah, they're great. I love yeah, that show. Love that show. We, we've helped beta test that, and I've done, like, 10-plus runs in there. Oh, and cool. And the first, the first couple of times was, um, you know, I had to ask him, like, you know, do you play off the character? Like, if I just say something... Does that put you in a spot to where, like, okay, I can play around with these guys to where, you know, you know, there's no kids in here? Do you guys do that, or do you really try to keep it, like, PG-13, like you said, or do you just kind of go off the actor? Lead them back, or? I mean, we joked around about space herpes for a while, and that's kind of, yeah. like, the limit. I think somebody told the, the, the pussy joke from Predator once, and we just kind of, <laughs> you know, the joke was over, and, and that was fine, you know? We're not going to um, get too hung up. I mean, no, I think, no. you know, what, all we really truly care about is committing to your character. Like, if, if you're here to just fuck around and, and be a, a, be like, you know, like those kids that you encountered in VR chat sometimes, like, we're not interested in any of that. Like, if, if you're here to just be, you know, a jerk, then, you know, we'll take your 20 bucks and we'll just click ban and you'll be done. Um, but if you're committed to the character and you're really trying to do something that you believe in, and, and if it's funny and edgy, um, we're probably going to let it slide. But we, what we're not really interested in, in like, we don't want a hero trying to, like, seduce another character and have a sex sure. scene. Like that's not really where we're at right now. Yeah, so maybe falling um, in love with another character. Yeah, totally. It's like yeah. a flirty thing. That would be flirting okay. Flirting is but fine, like, but yeah. You know. But if you're dropping, if you're dropping a bunch of f bombs over and over and over again, like that's just not, you know, it's yeah. not what, what, what it's not where we are right now. I mean, I love a good f bomb. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> but just trying to think about, really trying to take everybody's, you know, we've got 16 people who have taken their time and have potentially, yeah. you know, spent money on this on this thing. And we have a responsibility that they all have a really good time. 
And so now keep in mind, one of the fun elements of this project is that we are experimental. Like we, our mission is very much experimental. And um, one of the things that we'll be doing once we launch is we're going to run one experimental show every month in those mm. experimental shows. Kind of everything is on the table. So we're going to be trying out new game mechanics. We're going to be trying out new storylines. And it's very possible that we'll try out a scenario where we say, all right, this is an R-rated show, and, you know, let's, let's, let's have at it. So there's room for exploration. I think there's even room for, like, exploration of, of romance and, and kissing and sex and all that stuff, you know, in, in the same way that, a, like, a filmmaker would want to explore. We don't want to take that stuff off the table, but I guess we're trying to take it one step at a time because we're all still. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Good approach. I think that'd be. That's like really more possible in Neos than anything too. Neos oh, is a great yes, platform for that. Yes, it is. <laughs> I've heard some really interesting things about after hours in Neos. Oh my! <laughs> I'm sure it's sure it's the same in, in VR chat too. Yeah, it can Detect be. my innocence. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, like again, like uh, you guys. I love the passion. That's like why we talk to like indie devs mostly. Like they're the most passionate. You guys are clearly passionate. It's awesome to see. It really lends itself to the project. And like I, you guys are just talking about it and seeing it on the screen and stuff. Like I want to get back in there. <laughs> yes, come back. We. I mean, it's we're finding that there's a, a small set of audiences who really are just dig it and they want to come back. We've got like now. You know, people who have seen the show four, five, six times, because the show is totally different every time. It's it's absolutely yeah. never the same show. Um, so it's not like you're just coming back to watch the same movie again. You are going to see a completely different show um, every time. So by all means, you come back and you're going to see something different. <laughs> um, so, yeah, please, please come back. That's cool. I know uh, viewers and most people probably don't know the side of PJ that I know. Is he doesn't talk to people like <laughs> oh. he's a really quiet person unless he really knows you then you can't get him to shut up um yeah. but like just just when we started the podcast started talking to developers like i thought i was more outgoing than pj and all of a sudden he's like twitter man and we haven't had a, a podcast where it's just the two of us for like a year now it's like where did you meet all these devs and then folks <laughs> like you guys like awesome. how the heck he's just talking and he, when he talks like this about there's very few moments. He's always excited to talk to our guests, but you can tell sometimes when he's like, I got to get back in there. That That's saying something, you know, like awesome. there's a, there's well, a, he you. plays all the games for the devs, but like he, he, he doesn't, you know, sit there and play them all day on Saturday. I'm sure like, you know, a full weekend and he doesn't really <laughs> jump at the chance. So just by hearing him talk, I'm kind of like, there might be something to you guys. You see me start scooting across the table, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Wookie uh, and and Richie, get you guys in there, man. We'll, we'll let's make it, let's make it happen. Yeah, I definitely I want to check funny this out. Wookie um, says that because, like Regina, I only met two days ago in VR bowling, and yep. <laughs> how you doing? Just, just a Wait, blast. Were you bowling? <laughs> uh, forever bowl? Oh, yeah. it was last night. Yeah, it was last <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, time works funny in VR. I'm convinced. Yeah, it, it yeah. does. Yeah, so it's, it, it, yeah, it is very, like, I remember, you know, a lot of people that, like, in the real world or whatever, like, you you do a podcast, like, you're quiet, like, I, yeah, but, 
talk to fun people, then I get to have fun. <laughs> I'm actually quite shy and quiet in real life too. And you know, the acting thing, like you, you forces you to be an extrovert, but usually I'm the one in the corner, just kind of, you know, <laughs> hanging out, watching people, seeing what they do. Uh, so yeah, you know, that's why when you're asking people. me, yeah, <laughs> really, you're like, Hey, did you talk to anyone? I'm like, what did you hear? You're like, <laughs> <"Ooh."> <laughs> what'd they say? <laughs> cool. Can't wait right. to check it out. Yeah. With our uh, late start and everything, I want to respect your time, but is there anything else we, you didn't get to talk about that maybe you wanted to bring up or. I don't know. Not really. Any I mean, I would just say if, for... if, if I would, I would, I would just tell audiences if you're interested in, uh, in checking us out, please come see our website at themetamovie.com. Um, we, uh, we're about to run a bunch of shows for the Raindance Film Festival. Um, and so we've got tons of tickets available. And then after Raindance, we're going to run one show a week for as long as we can. We're in Neos VR, but we also do a desktop show. So if you've got a PC and you want to check us out, you can do it that way. Um, yeah, so thank you guys so much for for having us here. I just got actually my I just got a notification that my headset battery is low, so this is good. Yeah, that's why we got to play that game. We're wrapping it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so thank you guys so much for having us on. This has been a blast, and thank you for for introducing us over here to Spatial Ape. This is a great platform. Yeah, I, mean, I will be back here next week for sure. Yeah, Thursdays if, are if I, good for me. If my day job allowed it, I'd be in here every Thursday. Yeah, yeah, I remember the first time we were in here, there was like 20 devs out there. We all ended up in our in this booth, and I felt kind of bad because they get their own booth and stuff. But we were just in here <laughs> talking, and I'm like, hey. Yeah, I'm yeah thanks again, back. you guys, for your time. And I Thank I had you. a blast in the movie. I want to do it again, either mm -hmm. as the main character or the robot again. Oh, no, we got to get you in as a hero. Come on. We'll, 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 we'll <laughs> make it. We could even do a double hero, right, with them? Yeah, that's what that's, that's on our experimental yeah. show list is doing a double hero. So if you and Wookie wanted to come in, as, are you guys actually <laughs> brothers like for life or just like? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Oh, and, that would be great, yeah. right? That would be, and then and it'd be my family. You're my cousins. Yay. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I really like that, you guys. Let's, let's, let's do it. Aww. It's so nice that's, to see you. <laughs> that's what I, one of the things I love about VR, because Wookie, like, I live in Wisconsin, and he moved away like 20 plus years ago. So this is like, like he said, watching a movie in big screen, like it's that's hanging so out because we're right so, here. I can't really so hit him, but. <laughs> Maybe that's for the best. <laughs> you, keep, you keep zooming straight past Nicole. Do I? Now you're yeah. over there in the corner. Uh -oh. drifting. When yeah. you said, Drift. I like to put myself in other people's shoes, you were putting yourself in the statue shoes back there. <laughs> <laughs> shoes. We don't have shoes. None of us have shoes. I don't no, the have statue a belly does. button. Oh, no. Oh, this <laughs> Yeah, this yeah, has been fun. Um, good to yeah. hang out. There'll be yeah. links in the show notes to the meta movie. Check it out. Um, we'll be doing a couple other things. Uh, so anyone listening, watching, check show notes. There'll be a, the live video of this. For those listening, there's a live video. We're live in VR, which I always forget to mention at the top. <laughs> but I did remember the episode number, so I was doing good. Nicole, Jason, Regina, thanks for joining us and hanging out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of fun. Definitely send me the links once you get the, the shows live. I'll send them out, too. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thank well, you. thanks for coming on. It was fun to do that with you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Right, guys. Nice Have to meet nice you, Jason. Night. Yeah. Hold the mushroom eater leg humper, whatever yeah. you call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> luck with, I, have, luck I play mineral. Uh, birthday party, and I'll try to look for the, the beat syndicate. Awesome. Hi, guys.
Chow. Chow. <laughs> ah, I fell down. There's a point where it breaks down and you start to fall through the floor. <laughs> yep. Got all right, it. I am gonna log off. I have been working all day. I just wanted to pop in and watch something because I missed most of the other part of Spatial Eight. <laughs> well, thanks. I but, appreciate it. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you. It's I'll catch you all later. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Nicole. <laughs> I gotta figure out how to get out of this thing. <laughs> this is like my, my, my second day on Quest, by the way, because I usually use my nice. Vive. So I'm like, where do I exit? I do exiting things. <laughs> yeah. Just take yeah. it off and throw it. <laughs> I, I might. I might. I mean, you know. It's like, no, no Quest. <sighs> Now I can't move. Okay. I'm gonna... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go.